welcome to the Food and Beverage Leaders Podcast. I'm Andy Barr, owner of Barr Transportation. We're so glad you joined us today. Now, our mission here is very simple at Barr Transportation. It's to provide you with the most reliable and honest national transportation for your goods, paired with proactive communication throughout the entire life of the load. Now, this podcast is designed exactly for you. It's for sales managers, produce managers, logistics managers, traffic managers, the entire C-suite, anyone else who really wants to perform at the top of their game in this global food and beverage industry. So whether you're big or small, West Coast or East Coast, this podcast is meant for you. Now make sure to stick around at the end of each show and we'll reveal how you can apply to be on the show yourself so you can grow your authority, build partnerships, and help your business boom. Interviews are about 15 to 20 minutes long and I'll leave you with my favorite quote, preparation plus opportunity equals success. That's it. I'll see you on the inside. Enjoy this episode. All right, everyone. Welcome back for another episode of the Food and Beverage Leaders podcast. Today, we are with Ainsley Moyer with the Healthy Food and Beverage Group. Ainsley, welcome. Happy Friday, TGIF. Thanks, Andy. It's so great to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, so far on the podcast, we've been talking about uh, different niches of the food and beverage space and talking to companies. So today is a very, um, you know, helpful episode because we're going to talk to, you know, yourself, which is like a business strategist for the space, which is going to be applicable to everyone. So these these uh, topics we're going to cover are going to be useful for everyone. And we can't wait to to jump in. So welcome again. Oh, yeah. Um, so the first thing we talked about is the importance of building a great brand. So, you know, that sounds like, wait a second, you know, people are supposed to find me, right? And they're, they're, <laughs> they're I, I, I'm an entrepreneur and I started this company and, and you know, I have a great product or service and, and isn't that just the way it works? Word of mouth, right? No, no marketing or brand necessary. Oh, I wish it were that way. I wish it were that easy. Um, the problem is, is like every product out there, we're competing with the whole world. You're literally competing with so many different brands all the time. And the way I look at it is there are so many fantastic products that are not getting discovered that people actually want, but they haven't been able to discover them yet because there isn't a brand that's actually connecting with people and there isn't the right marketing in place to get the brand discovered. And, and marketing also for me very much includes distribution. Is it being sold in the right places? Does it have the right messaging? Is it showing up? You might have the best product under the sun, but if people can't find you, they cannot buy you. So you really do like need to make sure that you have a product that people can connect with and that they can absolutely find you because they're just not going to be able to discover you. Stopping the world's best secret is what I always say. Sure, sure. No, that's, that's really good. And is it true like the the riches are in the niches to really create a brand that's like okay i'm really looking for this exact target audience and if you're not in it it's not a good fit but if you are it's a perfect fit 100 percent. and you just used one of the sayings that i absolutely love because it's, it's so true the riches are in the niches you need to get so laser focused um so many times people think i've got a great brand 
or I've got a great product. Everyone loves it. It doesn't matter if you're old, young, this type of person, this type of person, everyone loves it. And that very well might be the case, but you first need to get one very focused, very dedicated audience mm -hmm. to know, like, and trust you. And then from there, other people might come along, but you do not want to be for everyone. And you absolutely do not need to be for everyone to have a successful business. 100% not. You go super laser focused into a very, very specific niche. Those people are going to know exactly who you are, why you need them. And your product is then built specifically for their needs, speaks to the most important needs to them, shows up in a way that connects with them and who cares about everyone else? You don't need everyone else to connect with it. If you know your target audience is like moms on the go who are looking for protein boosts, then focus on those things. Look like you're for her. Make sure you're talking about protein. Doesn't matter. You don't need to connect with everyone else around everything. That, that makes sense. Make an incredible brand that resonates with your target audience and then market that brand so people actually know about you. So, okay, that makes sense. But but how do you do it, right? How do you do it effectively? And maybe look at it in two perspectives, right? Starting out in the first few years, and then also, let's say you've already been in business for 50 years or 25 years. Like, how is it different the way you approach it? For the, let's go start with branding, I guess, first. Yeah. Yeah. So, from a branding perspective, um, both are actually going to use one of the key pieces that a lot of people overlook. And this is data. Data helps you understand who you should connect with and how to show up. And I'll talk about how they, that comes to life differently for a new brand and a more established brand. For a new brand, if you're starting out, if you have a great product, the first thing that you wanna do is you wanna validate that with potential audiences. You really wanna take a look at the three C's here. So you wanna look at the category. So what's happening in the category, uh, who's selling the same type of product, who's solving the same need as you because you might have a frozen pizza, but you're also competing with every other simple meal for that occasion. That's all your category. You then wanna take a look at the competition. Who else is in that space? What are they doing? How can you potentially be different? And then the consumer, who's buying this stuff and what's important to them? So once you understand those three, those three C's, again, the category, the competition and the consumer, then you can start to really understand where there is a white space in the market. Where is no one else servicing the category and servicing the consumer? And that's really some of those first steps that you wanna take when building a brand. Once you understand that, you wanna focus in on how do I want to bring that to life in a way that's different from everyone else? And how do I wanna make people feel? So you bring up a good point. <clears throat> Be different, bring it to light differently. And uh, Mark Benioff of Salesforce, I was watching CNBC yesterday and he was, he's going to donate like a hundred million dollars for new trees. Right. So, I mean, that's obviously uh, like a, a social cause, right? So, uh, and social giving and social causes are very big, but is it, is it overdone or is it, does it still, you know, what's your thoughts on, on that? I'm just curious. Yeah. I think social giving is becoming more and more important to people right now. Um, mm -hmm. And it should be, it should, it's 
part, it should be part of your DNA. If you can build that in from the beginning, it makes it way easier. What I always tell brands is make sure that that cause that you're giving to connects to your brand. This is why it's so important to have your brand framework, your brand sandbox. If you were all around um, empowering, empowering people to be their best selves, planting a tree isn't actually going to make sense for your brand. However, potentially donating a percentage of proceeds to schools uh, to help children become their best selves or after school programs or something along those lines, that is going to make sense. But giving makes sense, but it got to align to your brand. Otherwise, start to create this inconsistency and people are like, well, what do they really stand for? Giving is a great opportunity to reinforce who you are as a brand. Okay. Okay. So, you know, maybe this is just an idea, you know, if you're a food supplier, food manufacturer, you partner with Feed for America, like Tony Robbins does. And like, you know what, give some free, free meals away. I mean, obviously it's, there's a, you know, there's a synergy there. Absolutely. Absolutely. With food, it's like solving a hunger issue, solving a hunger crisis is always a great opportunity. And like, it just makes so much sense. It just makes so much sense. Uh, And it brings so much goodwill to your organization. And as a business owner, we all have a great responsibility to make the world into the world that we want to see. Um, so if we can give back, that's always a great opportunity to do so. Yeah, yeah. And, and not only for the operational business, but for the recruitment standpoint, I think, you know, whichever generation we're in, X, Y, Z, you know, something between, you know, the, the, the social aspect is extremely important. They want to work for a company that aligns, their mission aligns with their mission and their values. Is, uh, so that, that makes sense. So very good. Yeah. I was just reading something yesterday, actually, that was talking about that, where it's like Gen Z, like that is so important to them. Um, and they're very like the youngest people in the workforce right now. Uh, they like people thought millennials wanted to give like this generation, that is what they really care about. And you're you bang on it. It matters right now for recruiting, especially it is, it's an employee's market right now. So how are you going to find a way to stand out? Uh, and that is a big piece because this younger generation too, money isn't as important to them as these other pieces. They want to work for companies that matter to them. And that's all your brand. Like you right. do a great job building your brand and people know what you stand for, both consumers, stores that you're working with, employees who want to work with you. You're setting yourself up for success, both internally and externally, because you're going to get people that are aligned to you. That's good. That's really good. Um, okay, so we got a great brand. We got a good social cause. We, we're, we're, you know, in synergy there, but no one knows about us. We're brand new. We, we just opened our doors last month. Okay, so how do, we, how do we get that marketing out there? How do we get our name out there? And then vice versa, you know, if we've been in business for 100 years, how do we maybe tweak or how do we know we should tweak our current marketing strategy? Right. It's a great question. So if you want people to get to know you, again, I always come back to what's the right marketing channels for you and by channels i mean do we want to do pr do you want to do social media do you want to do cold emails all of that comes back to your brand who's your brand what's your brand dna if you're a brand all around connection then you need to find marketing channels that enable connection like doing a podcast like this this is connection you're connecting with people if that's what your brand is all about that might make a lot of sense for you if you're all about efficiency well, heck, maybe a cold email makes sense for you. Regardless of the right channel, because I do not think that there is one size fits all. 
you really want to focus in on how do I get people to know, like, and trust me with the, with the money that you have. I'm going to assume everyone has like, there's no, no one's discovered that money tree yet. So you've got a, a set amount of money that you want to put into marketing. Sure. My recommendation is always, you want to put about 10 to 20% of the revenue that you have for your company that you're expected to have into marketing for those first few years, because people need to know you. So you really want to focus in on where is my one very specific audience spending their time. So again, does not matter where everyone else spends your time. TikTok might be the best thing in the world. If that's not where your audience is, don't spend your time on TikTok. Be really laser focused in with one to three channels that you're going to maximize and spend your time money and energy on doing those and doing them really right and then going really hard there. And I think it's really important to think about the mindset that are people, people are in in different spaces because people are in different mindsets when they're engaging in different places. Someone might be in more of a discovery, lighthearted, or someone might be in a fact-finding mode. If I'm in a fact-finding mode, you want to have communication that's going to be connecting with people about buy now. Uh, click here to sign up, have a call, click here to buy, add to cart versus if I'm just in like fun, like I just had a tough day. I'm maybe having a glass of wine. I'm relaxing. You need to have some sort of content that is going to meet them where they are. Um, if someone's in a relaxation mode, the last thing you want to do is be like super serious in your face. And they're like, I'm right. just miss you. you know what I mean? Cause you're not connecting with where I am. So it all comes back to knowing your audience um and making sure that you are spending the time to be where they are and forget about everyone else that that makes sense like if you're in that fact finding mode it's 10 a.m on a monday you're like okay what's the price for this service i'm looking for it then the the website says click here for a quote but if you're you know thursday night at 6 p.m and you're just like you know what i'm not really happy with my current service providers let's just do a little exploring you, you go on some websites and you find the about us section you look at the history the you know what's who are these people, right? You know, because businesses with people, right? You know, people to people. Um, with with your marketing, how do you know how long to try the mark the new marketing adventure? Great, great question, great question. Because too many times we like pull the plug too quickly. <laughs> yeah, well, it didn't work. It's been a week. What's going on? Totally, totally. You definitely want to give at least three months to what you're doing from a marketing perspective. Um, this just gives you the time to work out those kinks and pretty much everywhere that we're gonna be doing marketing, you're not gonna nail it right away. You need to refine messaging. You need to look at the data. The data helps you so much with your branding and with your marketing. So give yourself three months to say, okay, let's see what this does for us in three months. Have some targets for yourself and be tracking against those on an ongoing basis and then continuously making those adjustments as necessary. Um, you know, and you really do want to look at the entire funnel. If you're running LinkedIn ads, you know, you've got your ad, but then maybe they go to a landing page, but then that landing page, maybe they're booking a call. Well, what's the stats on all of those pieces so that you can understand what's working, what's not working. People might be clicking on your ad. Okay, great. You know, your ad works. They might be coming to your landing page and no one converts to book a call. Great. Right. Fix your landing page. That's the problem. But like, it's, it's really tricky to say LinkedIn advertising doesn't work or whatever platform that you're using. 
unless you're looking at that entire funnel. And that's actually a mistake I see a lot of people make is they're like, ah, this channel doesn't work, but it's like, oh, that actually did work. It's this middle of the funnel or this bottom of the funnel that really needed your attention. And it is the whole piece um, that, that needs to work together. And if you're the entrepreneur or just started the company or you're maybe just uh, a sales VP for a large company, this is not in your wheelhouse, right? This is, and if you try something and you do it on your own or you, you know, just try something on your own, you're not really most likely going to take the time to truly understand how it, it works best uh, in the best case scenario, right? You'll, you'll try it, but it, it's much better if you could partner with a company that's like, look, this is exactly what you do all day long, you know, five days a week. So, you know, just, I'm going to trust you to do it. So okay. if someone is, you know, or a company or a person is, is interested in like, you know, learning more how to do this or seeing, you know, what is possible, right? Because we all have great services or, or products, but it's like, we really don't, we're not the pro on the marketing front. Mm -hmm. you know, is there a way to connect with you or what do you suggest? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I always say, let the experts do what experts do. Um, I am actually not an expert in any specific channel where I'm an expert in is helping companies understand what is the right brand for them? What is the right marketing for them? And how do we measure that success? So if you are sitting here right now thinking, man, maybe my brand is not connecting with people. I don't have a marketing plan or I don't know what works. That's where I come in and I can really help you understand. Do we have a plan that's going to drive the results that you want? How do we set that up? How do we set up those metrics to make sure um, and that is that you are driving the results that you want? And I can absolutely help companies with that. Um, the easiest way I'm all about personalization. and I love to connect with people. The easiest way to connect is literally just send me an email. I am Ainsley at healthyfoodandbeveragegroup.com uh, or you can find me on LinkedIn at Ainsley Moyer. Uh, those are the easiest ways to connect with me. And, and I always love to, to connect in directly with people to see how I can help. Cause so many times, like you said, it's like, you're busy running a company. You're doing all these other things in the back. Exactly. Let an expert do what an expert does so that you can focus on what you do and grow your business where you want to take it. And you have a podcast as well, right? I do. Absolutely. So the Food Founders podcast, uh, we interview food founders uh, and hear their journeys of different stages and where they're at. So some brands just starting out, some brands who have been in it for years. And let's be honest, there is good, bad and ugly uh, with running a food company. So we touch on all that. It's not all rainbows and butterflies um, because anyone running a food company knows that they're stumbling along the way. So we try to talk about that as well to make sure that uh, we can learn from other people's mistakes and your food journey can be as as smooth as possible. But I'm still not promising you there won't be any hiccups along the way. <laughs> very good. Very good. No promises. The only thing guaranteed is death and taxes, as I say. <laughs> exactly. <So. laughs> Aisley, thank you so much for joining us today. Happy Friday. And uh, yeah, it was a great talk. I, I really appreciate you jumping on. This is great. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me, Andy. And thanks so much for everything that you're doing for the food and beverage community. Happy to serve. All right, everyone. Have a great weekend. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. All right. All right. Thank you for listening to the Food and Beverage Leaders Podcast. I'm Andy Barr with Bar Transportation. Now, if you are a successful leader in the food and beverage space, believe in your company, and want to share your story, really look no further. 
All you have to do is go to bartrans, B-A-H-R-T-R-A-N-S dot com forward slash podcast forward slash apply to apply to be on the show. Lastly, if you enjoyed listening to our show, please consider sharing the link or screenshot on your social media account. We want to help as many people as possible who truly believe education and discussion is where it all starts. Of course, if you know someone that would be a great guest, connect us and we'll explore to see if it's a good fit. Again, thank you for listening to the Food and Beverage Leaders Podcast. And as always, we'll leave you with our favorite quote, preparation plus opportunity equals success. Now go crush life and we'll see you again soon.